Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In this video, you'll look at media versioning. In other words, you may start off with the original camera media in your timeline or your composite. But later in production, other artists may give you the same piece of media with grading applied or even additional VFX from a third-party application. This is quite common in a multi-artist production pipeline. So with Flame being the central point in the pipeline, you need to be able to manage and choose all these incoming versions. You could manage the versioning using the OpenClip workflow shown in previous releases of Flame. However, with Flame 2019, a more developed workflow known as Pattern Browsing can do the same thing but without having to create or script separate OpenClip XMLs. Pattern Browsing works on a series of pattern-based tokens that you could set and this allows Flame to recognize multiple files as part of the same versioned clip as it develops. So let's begin with the basics and we'll progress from there. Starting in the Media Hub, you will see a tab that is called Pattern Browsing. When you go into this menu, it displays a few options to help you understand what will happen. Firstly, with the Flame 2019.1 update, the Pattern Browsing is on by default. You can tell that from the Enabled option, but if you're not looking at this menu, you will see the defined pattern at the bottom of the Media Browser. There is actually no need to disable it if you're not using Pattern Browsing. It won't affect any of your media unless you intentionally match your media to the set pattern of tokens. For example, the initial pattern of tokens you are given is that the files have to have a name followed by an underscore, small v and a version number. These can be either movie files or image sequences. That is how you read these tokens. To illustrate the point, I'll turn off Pattern Browsing for a moment and navigate to this directory. Here we have a bunch of clips and some of them have multi-versions in the same folder. So you can see their names, plus V1, V2, etc. When Pattern Browsing is on, the current directory is rescanned. Media that does not match the pattern browsing will remain the same, but any media that matches the defined pattern is consolidated and displayed as a version clip. You can tell that from the V icon on the clip. So if you were to select a version clip and look at it in the preview window, you can choose the versions tab and see the number of versions contained in this clip. What's interesting to note is that these version clips are not locked off. What I mean by that is if more versions were added to this directory after creating the version clips, the version clips will simply add them to the list and they'll become available in the Flame interface. You'll see that later on in the video. So as a tip, it is very possible to create a version clip from a single source at the beginning of the production and then develop the version clip as new versions of the media are made available to Flame. Another small situation worth mentioning is that this version clip says no media. 
This happens when the original source is longer than the incoming versions of the media. So you may start off with the entire camera source, but then consolidate it to only the frames you need and work on that. Scrubbing the clip, you'll eventually get to the frames in the current version. So this is using the default pattern of tokens with pattern browsing, and everything is in one directory. Now realistically, this may need a bit of better planning when it comes to production management. I mean, you can name your versioning media according to a particular standard, but lots of people also use a directory or folder structure to organize the shots by shot name, resolution, artist, tasks, and more. So moving over to this directory, here I have a few shots that have been better organized. I'll turn off pattern browsing to visually expose everything in these directories. The first level is the shot name. The second level is the work directory. The third level is the assigned artist. The fourth level is the specific task. The fifth level is the version numbering. The sixth level is resolution. And finally, you have the media for that particular version. For further organization, the media has its name, the task completed, and its version number. This may seem really complicated, but in large scale productions, stuff like this is invaluable for tracking purposes. So with pattern browsing, it is possible to set the pattern of tokens to recognize this structure and generate version clips connecting all the media in the different folders. So let's edit the pattern string. By the way, I've intentionally left pattern browsing off to prevent scanning every time you edit the pattern sentence. So firstly, we want the version clips to appear from this main directory. In this folder, each shot has a unique name or shot ID. Since the shot names are different for each shot and not static, you need to add a shot name token to start the browsing pattern. The tokens are normally surrounded by the squiggly brackets, and the tokens are also case sensitive. As a tip, these tokens can be part of a file name or directory. Use a forward slash to define the directory. The next folder in is a static name to define what is happening in this folder. To set an explicit consideration in the pattern, just type the actual name and add another forward slash. The next level is the assigned artist. Once again, the name changes per artist, so you can use the artist token. The same can be done at the next level, which is the task token. Now I'm happy to manually type out the tokens. However, you could also use the pull-down menu to add tokens. The pull-down menu will also display assistant messages to help you define your pattern sentence. So these are all the available tokens. But I'd like to highlight 
that you can create your own custom tokens through a Python hook. Just go to the opt autodesk flame version Python and here you will find the tokenshook.py file. You can open the file and follow the instructions to define your own tokens which will appear in this pull down menu. Coming back to our pattern sentence, after the task token you have the version folders which break out into multiple versions. I'll type lowercase v followed by the versions token which indicates the version number. The final directory is a resolution directory which is also quite common. So add the width and height token to define the resolution and I'll also add a lowercase x to separate the dimensions of the frame. Finally, you need to ensure that the token pattern matches the structure of the file names. So there is a name token and an underscore small v and finally a version token followed by the extension token. Now this took a bit of time to set up but it's a major time saver in the long run. If you turn on pattern browsing you may get a performance warning about the scanning but just click through. So there you have three version clips that dig into the entire folder structure and make all your media accessible for each of the version clips. Select the first clip and look at the versions tab. So there are currently three versions available for this shot. If a fourth version was created it would also become available in flame. For example, we'll mimic a fourth version being rendered into the folder structure. I'll switch out to a file browser and copy the fourth version into the main folder structure. Once the copy is complete, we'll return back to flame and refresh the clip. Looking at the preview, as well as the versions tab, version 4 is now available to select. This happens if you're already working in a timeline or in a composite. So you can start working without waiting for all the versions to be completed. Now if you've created a specific set of tokens in a patent sentence or you have a standard that your facility uses, these patterns can be saved as presets. Just click the save button. You can give your preset a specific name and you can also modify the pattern before saving it. What is really handy is the visibility options. You can save the preset specifically for this project or you can share it to be used in other projects as well. And for those of you who like to know where the files are located, here are the paths for the project and shared pattern presets. As a final bit of extra information about the tokens, it is possible to create multi-channel multi-version clips using render passes and the track token and you can also use the polarity token for the odd stereoscopic job. Now in conclusion, 
we'll jump ahead to a timeline that already contains version clips. You can edit with version clips, conform them in a timeline, and even use them with the connected conform workflow. So that's a very powerful combination. Now if you were to select any clips, you can change their version number to view the various media versions. You can also go into the format options of a segment and view all its particulars here. So this particular segment has three versions and they are visible in the format options or in the timeline. Now switch to the browser and add the fourth version into the folder structure as if another artist was rendering there. When you return to Flame, you can call up the contextual menu and choose to update the source. You can do this on a single segment or the whole timeline through the options in the media panel. The segment has a thicker highlight indicating a new version is available for this segment. Clicking the pull down menu again, the fourth version should appear. You can click Mark as viewed when you're done. So you can have a versioning workflow with Flame at the centre of your production and you can create version clips without external scripting or tools and just a few tokens. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to the Flame 2019.1 update. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos and thanks for watching.